What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Real Bodybuilding Podcast. This is episode number 136, and I'm here with Urs Kalchinski. Kalchinski, say tell, tell me how to say it. Say it, say, it, sorry, say it for me, so I don't, I don't want to mess it up. Urs Kalchinski, yeah. You Urs Kalchinski, yeah, okay, all right. Say it perfect, what? Thanks for having me on, by the way. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I always like to uh, get the up-and-comers on and get people on and learn about them and uh, have everybody else learn who hasn't, who doesn't know you yet. I mean, you have 100... 150,000 followers. So you're uh, a rising star. And I know last year you placed fourth at the Olympia. Yeah, correct. So I've heard a few things about you. And that was, that was why I was excited to get you on. So uh, Roman Fritz, uh, who's a friend of mine on the podcast said, you are the one who is going to take out Chris Bumstead. And I thought that was a, a really big, big deal to say that. So I'm like, who is this guy? So I kind of looked you up. And then I heard you used to be a skier and you're really young. How old are you? I'm 23 right now. Um, and yeah, Roman is a friend of a friend of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I texted with him this morning. So maybe, uh, yeah. <laughs> is Roman saying that because you're friends or is Roman saying that because it's an actual ah, possibility? Maybe it's a uh, possibility, but I'm, I'm not a thinker, you know. I just work my ass off and... Uh, Maybe uh, we will get there, but uh, Roman was the guy who said um, 2019, hey, um, next show you want to win a pro card, and then I did it, and he said before Tampa with 43 competitors in my class and and second place Arnold Classics, um, like Steve Loris, he said, yeah, you're going to win the Tampa Pro, and I'm like, yeah, okay, Roman, chill. (laughs) But uh, yeah, (laughs) we did it, so maybe... You won the the Tampa Pro. Yeah, I won the Tampa Pro and qualified for for the Olympia. It was my first pro um, season last year, so yeah, it was was great. And sorry that I interrupted you. No, go ahead. (laughs) You said something about 150K on Instagram, but... uh, before last year, I had like seventeen or eighteen thousand. Yeah, I didn't give a shit about uh, about social media, and now it's so, yeah, it's so massive. And not only the German crowd, the international crowd. I had a guest appearance in in Rio de Janeiro, and the Brazilians are crazy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, the Americans love the sport so much, and it's so cool to see because yeah, in Germany it's like a little subculture. I train in a in a yeah. basement gym you know in berlin here and uh yeah it's not that that big sport and then i came to the us uh, for the first time last year together with my brother after took sec after i took the second place in mexico tijuana mm-hmm. so i was pissed off and i was like hey <laughs> let's go to tampa <laughs> and then i didn't knew that tampa is a big show you know yeah yeah so <laughs> roman I said to my brother yeah so roman's got <laughs> To me, Roman's got a lot of bodybuilding knowledge. He's like an encyclopedia of bodybuilding. So when Roman says something, mm. it's not like anybody else when they say something. So when he says you you could be Mr. Olympia, that's a that's a big deal to me. So I had to get you on and see. Now, you, I also heard you were a skier and you just kind of got into this. Like you said, you had 17 or 18,000 uh, followers last year. Before I get into your, your previous history, I want to ask you, what is that like for somebody at your age coming up? Cause I didn't have Instagram at 23 when I was bodybuilding. So when you're mm-hmm. 17 or 18,000 followers and the next year you're 150, does that cloud your mind at all? Is it like build up hype in your own mind? Or are you still the same guy and just doing the work? I'm definitely still the guy and uh, put in the work because I know that, uh, 
everything can everything can take uh, take away from you very quickly because my dad was a professional weightlifter back in the days and my mother was a ballerina uh, maybe you heard about it but uh yeah they always told me hey if you're a professional athlete um you can get a hype but the hype is uh Uh, only lasts as long as you're uh, competing and uh, winning shows and everything. So I'm uh, I'm very down to earth and try to to be in this uh, in this uh, underdog mentality. You know, yeah. that's what I love. Only hard training and um, then go to the competition and uh, yeah. Do you still live with your parents? No, uh, I got um, I got so. <laughs> My first time I um, left the, the parents' house was with 17 years old. Okay. And then I, I, um, I moved to the next bigger city in Stuttgart. It's in Germany. Yeah. And yeah, from there on, I moved to Switzerland and from Switzerland uh, back to Stuttgart and then to Berlin. So um, since my 17th birthday, I'm, um, yeah, I'm not anymore with my parents. Why? And Why? Right Why did you move out so young? Was there a, something something happened at home or you just want to get out and see what the world was like? Yeah, I want to get out. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I want to live bodybuilding to the fullest. Yeah. <laughs> and at home, yeah, I have two older brothers. It wasn't that that uh, perfect environment for, for a bodybuilding career. And I was very focused. Um, I started competing with 16 years old and... From there on, I was 110% so, into the shit. So this isn't a new thing because I keep hearing this is new for you and you did other things and you just kind of jumped into this. But you're telling me you've been competing since you were 16. Yeah, there are rumors about that I, I was a professional skier. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? If you see me on skis? <laughs> so that's false, to be clear. So I've said it <laughs> twice already. It is bullshit. That <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Imagine so, me on, on the ski. <laughs> So you probably went Crazy. skiing for, have you ever gone skiing at all? Like you do yeah, on, on vacation, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, cr I crashed uh, three times and then I was like, okay, fuck the skiing. <laughs> this is hilarious. So, uh, so I got all this bad that's information. That's the internet. Welcome yeah, to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should research my guests before they come on. No, I Oh, that's, that, that's so cool. Uh, actually, I was a, a, a break dancer back in the days. Were you really? So, Yeah. How good you were you? You saw my Olympia routine? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. How how good yeah, were you? How I, good of a breakdancer were you? Yeah. I don't want to say I was uh, as good as in the bodybuilding thing, but uh, yeah, it was okay. I can do a head spin, a windmill, a flare. And no if way. You, if Are you, you know serious? That, yeah. yeah, I do know yeah, that. I, but one, of my, um, one of my best friends in high school was really, really deep into breakdancing so i know all this yeah i, love I don't know all dance. the moves but i know i know a lot yeah. of the moves um i can i can send you uh, some videos later uh, my first actually my first posing routine <laughs> i did a windmill <laughs> no, on <you> stage <laughs> yeah how, how did that go it over was, the crowd, yeah that was, crowd probably it was loved cool it. yeah and i did the 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 warm you know that uh yeah. that like wave on yeah. the floor at the olympia <laughs> in my routine and so yeah Explain to Orlando me. Orlando went crazy. <laughs> explain to me when. Um, explain to me when you started breakdancing. How did that come into your life? Okay, um, so like I said before, my mother was a ballerina. Yeah. 
and she was and I was the youngest of three boys so she always want to get the girl <laughs> and I was like <laughs> it was the same can I tell yeah. you the funny can I tell you the funny thing so my brother I have I have three brothers that are older than me and my sister mm -hmm. is the oldest so my brother after me my mom waited like six years and my dad my mom was like I want to have a girl mm -hmm. so they tried to have another girl and then they had me so yeah. shitty so luck. We are we are like the same. Yeah. I had long hairs back in the days, and yeah. maybe maybe that's why I want to get checked and be, look like a bodybuilder because of that ego problems from from the from the so, childhood. So no, go on. But, so, uh, so your mom was a ballerina. Yeah, right. And then I started to get into this uh, dancing thing a little bit, but I was like, no ballet, come on. Um, and then I started uh, with hip hop with. 10 or 11 years old yeah and then i i um i saw break dances and then i was like yeah the power moves uh they're looking crazy and yeah i wanted to be a uh well i decided to be a break dancer and then after after two or three years i was i was a fat young boy you know and uh, i wasn't able to to do all the moves because i was overweighted and then um my my breakdance coach gave me a sort of yeah training regimen and uh my brother my oldest brother who was a gymnast he a very very good gymnast he a professional gymnast in germany he told me okay eat a little bit more protein a little bit less carbs and everything and then uh, i started to train with him and after my first training session <laughs> i was like okay that's that cool yeah. And then uh, I started to train with my oldest brother, who was my big inspiration um, until this day, because he looked like, hey, he would be a crazy 212 guy, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. he's not not as tall, and he was too muscular for, for the uh, gymnast thing. And then, um, yeah, he let it go, and then he, I trained with him together. And yeah, after three or four years, um <laughs> you know the funny thing is <laughs> back in the days we went to the gym and we did every machine in the studio yeah one set yeah. one set all in and then uh after that <laughs> we go home and uh <laughs> ate like 80 gram carbs a day to get shredded and that kind of shit so but it worked i, I built up 30 pounds in my first year and uh, we spent like four to six hours a day at the gym. How, and uh, how much older was your brother than you? He is um, your oldest brother. Sorry, now. yeah, my my oldest oldest brother. He is twenty eight, and I'm twenty three. So yeah. So I look at my older brothers like you know you're always. I think a lot of people they have older brothers are inspired by them. So do you think if your older brother wasn't into training, do you think you still would have got into it? that's a good question i i don't think so yeah because yeah maybe because of my dad but my yeah. dad wasn't about bodybuilding more like weightlifting so maybe i would be a uh, um a the strong man or something yeah. like powerlifter <laughs> <laughs> but you said, uh you said you were uh you said you were fat and i can't picture it how fat were you were you just a little chubby or were you like a fat kid like what are we talking about? Yeah, I would say a fat kid. Really? Yeah. yeah. So not not fat, fat, but 
more than chubby. So <laughs> I had like 20 kilos or 30 kilos too much because of, because of my Pepsi and Haribo diet. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, you, uh... did, did you deal with any, did you deal with it publicly at all? Like, did you deal with any like bullying yeah, or any sure. shit like that because you were heavy? Yeah, I was, I was getting bullied all, all, all day. And, uh, I wanted to get, get some girls, you know, with 13, 14 years old, start, fuck, I'm fat. So I, <laughs> I don't get a girl. <laughs> that was why I started to train, you know, <laughs> and then with the breakdance moves, sad. <laughs> the breakdancing plus to get the training. Was, you're, yeah. yeah you're and I thought, yeah, then I can get every woman on this planet. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got, <laughs> I, the only thing I got was, uh, boys around me hey what's your bench press and everything the break yeah but the break dancing had to help you a bit when did you yeah break. when did you you when did you start getting girls like when did it did it did it work did you start getting girls eventually yeah because at that time my brother and i my brother is a cool guy he was a perfect older brother for me is this the is this the oldest or the one just above you the oldest the oldest, the oldest. but the one above me is uh a really special person because he goes to every competition with me but that's another point my oldest brother <laughs> was so cool because we trained hard and ate like 80 to 100 gram, grams of carbs a day mm -hmm. from monday to friday yeah and on friday we popped a bottle of vodka uh, walked to the train <laughs> station <laughs> and we go to party <laughs> hopefully my mom uh, don't uh, hear that because i was 16 seven years old yeah 17 yeah. years old yeah. and uh i he gave me his id and took another one and yeah. then we go to the club and yeah had a great weekend and then on monday back in the gym so <laughs> and then i learned to to yeah communicate with girls and then from there on it was did your brother really teach good. you how to communicate with girls or did you use yeah the did you use the imagine <laughs> yeah i did the dancing and he he did the talking so <laughs> yeah it's a great that's a great good brother. team that's a good team we got there then you got both aspects yeah. did your brother dance too or no 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 okay <laughs> he was at the barn <laughs> the smoking so, okay area. so so you guys so you guys started training together why did you move? Why did you decide to move to Stuttgart and then after that to Switzerland? What was there that that piqued your interest mm -hmm. that made you want to meet that made you want to move there? First of all, because I want to get out of, of my home to learn a new, yeah, new environment and to yeah, raise up faster, you know. Yeah. Like have my own, have my own flat, my own, my own little apartment, and then uh prepare all my meals and at that time, I um, I started with my PE teacher. Is it called in the US, yeah. right? Yeah. With uh, with that uh, study, or well, I started studying PE teaching, and then, um, yeah. Is that what you want? Is that what bigger... you want? Is that what you wanted to do? You want to be a, a like a phys ed teacher, a gym teacher? Yeah, I was. I was on no uh, at the at the school. Yeah. Yeah, oh. at the school for 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 kids. Oh, you already you mm -hmm. already were teaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But okay. yeah, now I'm doing professional bodybuilding 100%. But uh, um, for two years ago, I I, I did uh, teaching. But when you moved when you moved to Stuttgart, what were you doing for work then? I, I studied at the university. Okay, but you didn't like were your parents were, were your parents taking care of the bills? Like, did your parents help you with your rent? And yeah, stuff like that? we yeah we get we get like. Uh, 
a little bit money from the government when okay. you are studying here in Germany. So yeah, yeah. Get, and I didn't need that much money back in the days. I sure. eat like tuna and rice all day. <laughs> <laughs> so we all know. Yeah, we yeah. all know how to deal with that one. We all been there, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we you got there. out. So you got out and you started studying. Um, you got your own place. And you're still bodybuilding this entire time. Yes, you're, because you your, your first competition was a 16, you said. Yeah. Was that in Stuttgart or was that in, in, in your hometown? That was the South German Championship. Yeah. Um, so I did that one and placed fourth. And I was natural at that time. And it wasn't a natural contest. And then oh. I'm like, ah, okay. Uh, not bad for uh, 20 other competitors. And then um, I did the nationals and placed six. And then I was like, okay, fuckers. <laughs> now I got to train yeah. my ass off. And then 2018, I um, did my natural shows. And then I won the German uh, natural, um, the, the Austrian natural um, show. And then I turned natural pro. And then I was like, yeah, okay, natural bodybuilding to, to get those uh, 2.5 kilograms more. I need to train like 10 years. Yeah. So I decided uh, yeah, to switch into, into classic because that was the first year classic was um, introduced, I think, yeah. 2018. Yeah. Seven, yeah, 17 or 18. Yeah, yeah. 17, 18, yeah. yeah. And then uh, I did my first uh, pro qualifier, won the pro card. Then I took another year off and then, yeah, you know. When you, when you saw Classic, were you immediately drawn to it as, you know, your thing? Or was it just because it fit your physique? Like, do you look at guys like Roman Fritz? Do you look at guys like, you know, Marcus Rule, like other German great bodybuilders mm -hmm. you look at them and think you know maybe i can be like them or are you happy being the classic physique guy i always to be honest i always wanted to be a classic physique guy because flex flex wheeler is my my idol so okay. that's the best physique in the world for me um but he was he was an open guy so never say never maybe um yeah the, well, the open guys are getting more into classic again, you know, because yeah. right now with all the mass monsters, I say, yeah, it's not what I what I want to look like. That's not what I want to be. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, for me, the like Cedric McMillan back in the days, like and Flex Wheeler and uh, from the modern days, when, uh, when you look at, with great lines. When you look at guys like... Um... Cause you said, you know, bodybuilding is changing now to more streamlined mm -hmm. look, which I think it is too. When you look at guys like Samson Dauda or Regan Grimes or Samson Ra Raphael, is amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. When you look Raphael at these, as well, when you look at those guys, are you like, Oh, that means, you know, open bodybuilding can be appealing to you. You know what I mean? Cause you're only 23. Like I'm going to show people for those people who don't know you, I'm just going to show your Instagram real quick. And if you're listening on audio, it's the dot miracle bear. The dot miracle exactly. bear is his Instagram. And I'm just going to show you here. This is uh, you at the Olympia standing next to Chris and Terrence and holding your yes. own, but this is a really, really amazing shape at 23. And, you know, I'm not trying to talk you into anything. I'm just imagining this physique with like 20 more mm -hmm. pounds of muscle. 
and how crazy it could be by the time you're 27, 28 years old. You could really. By the way, 15, I can, I can get up 15 more pounds until my classic limit. No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, what, what did you weigh? So, here? What did you weigh here in this photo? 94 kilograms, so two, two ten or two nine. Yeah, so like, if that's two ten, I could only imagine what you would look like at two thirty, two forty. Mm. Like it would be. But, Fuad, one question: Do you think, because if you if you see Samson and uh, Raphael and everybody, yeah. They're getting destroyed by Nick Walker and uh, Brandon <laughs> Curry, you know? Yeah, to be honest, to only to judge the physique, Samson is a great guy. Uh, I love him. I talked to him at the sure. ESL Prague. But, uh, you know, what I, so, what I want to say, because it's... So I they, know they all have great lines and great genetics and great physique. Mm -hmm. And I would, I would see them in, in the front places, but... There you have a Nick Walker, uh, Brandon Curry, uh, a big Rami, and uh, well, I, I are the top guys. I will say this, though. Uh, I think everybody is going to come into their own eventually, and depends how big they can get while keeping their lines. I mean, you look at somebody like Regan. If Regan mm -hmm. can keep his lines, Regan has potential to be at the very, very top. There's no reason why yeah. Regan, Regan, with his insertions and his lines and the way his body looks and the way it's put together, There's no reason why Regan can't climb up to the top three, top two, even win the Mr. Olympia. So there, I think those lines can win if they can be big enough. Um, but I do understand what you're saying. I mean, yes, Brandon mm -hmm. Curry is still going to be the front runner. Big Rami is still going to be the front runner. But I also think of things like Dennis Wolf. You know, like Dennis Wolf, with a little bit better back, could have won the Mr. Olympia. You know, I mean, yeah. his conditioning was a little off sometimes. His his back wasn't the strongest out of the lineups. Mm. But had he been a little more complete, Dennis Wolf could have won the Mr. Olympia. So Dennis Wolf to me is a is a massive guy with good lines. So like I said, I'm not trying to talk you into anything. I just when I see a physique that's like yours that's that well put together. And I've said this to Chris too when I had him on the podcast. I always wonder mm. what you guys would look like with that extra amount of weight like would it be would it be mind-blowing to see or would it would it change the way your physique looks are you scared of that too are you scared of putting on another 10 or 15 pounds for classic and changing the way your lines look you know i would love to see a chris at the actual shape yes right now in in an open um yeah. in an open show yeah it would be so cool just to For the people out there, because in Germany they say, ah, the classic guy, the, the little baby, small <laughs> one, you know. <laughs> But then, you know, the, the stage is all about illusion. And That's right. Yeah. When I you're mean, on that stage and have great lines. So I think Chris uh, could, could wanna win a pro show in the open class. But I, I think the same for you. I mean, it's funny that you say, like, you know, you talk about uh, Flex Wheeler. Flex Wheeler in 93 when he was winning pro shows against guys that were yeah. much bigger than him. He was only 220 pounds like flex Wheeler back in the day when he was his absolute best, uh, wasn't, mm. wasn't very heavy. So, you know, times have but changed, but there, like, I mean, there, there wasn't, there was no Nick Walker, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's an open guy, Tim Budesheim from Germany. Yeah. Yeah. I know Tim and both in off season. So yeah. Yeah. Very, very good physique, man. Everything's very, very well put together. I'm going to ask you again, though, real quick. And I, I don't want to belabor the point. And I don't want to, I don't want to like, I'm not trying to turn this into like a drama show. I just curious, do you think, <laughs> do you think you can, 
you think looking at this photo with Chris, do you think you could beat him with a couple more years? Like I said at the beginning, I'm not I'm not the thinker, you know. Right now I'm getting the question, oh, do you think you can win the Arnold? You can, can you think you can win Olympia? And uh, yeah. Potentially, yes, because I took the fourth place um, and I was close to, to Brion and Brion won the Olympia. So I think in classic, there are a lot of guys that, who can potentially win, but yeah, I need time to... Uh, to get the to get the improvements done and then never say never i think i can win what was um statement (laughs) 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 now the commentaries (laughs) you little motherfucker no No, i think i think people are rooting for you you know that's actually it's interesting you said that no um what was your time in switzerland like what'd you do there um, I worked in a gym yeah. and I hated it. Why? <laughs> because it was a commercial gym and it was like, I'm like a roboter and all I did was doing copy paste training plans and shit like that. Yeah. But I, I was so full with hate that I gave everything to get out of this. Um, and it was in 2019 in the first, um, season in the IFBB where I turned pro and that was my that was the hardest year of my life because I worked my ass off to to get some money and then I worked my ass off to get in the condition to win um, a pro show uh, a pro qualifier and then at the end for my last for my last pro qualifier they uh the chef said to me or the boss said to me hey um you don't get any vacations anymore yeah. and i was like mic drop i'm out of this and then <laughs> i had i i quit at the same day i had no job and then i um went to the last uh pro qualifier and i won what what job was it what job were you working at that time at the gym that was at the gym yeah so- that was a gym so you're in Switzerland. You said you had a lot of hate. The hate was just like the hate for the gym. Like you just, you hated your job. Yeah, so much. You just I, to get out I of hated the job. Yeah. Okay. So I worked my ass off <laughs> yeah. to get out of this situation. And, and he's like, you can't yeah. have any more, you can't have any more time off. So you just quit. Yeah, I quit. <laughs> I like that. I like when I hear that kind of story. That was like, yeah, that's like, uh, yeah, you that put also, on- that's my mentality, you know, fuck it. <laughs> and so you, you because everybody says, Hey, nobody, everybody told me in my life hey you can't get any money out of this you're what are you doing your school is shitty and you just train and i said like hey i believe that i can can do it and uh yeah i had to work 10 years my butt off but uh it's now in the 10th year of training where are you living uh, now now in berlin in Berlin. Capital city of Germany. <laughs> Are you planning on, do you want to move to America at all and stay in America? That's a possibility because I'm young and I'm uh, open-minded about uh, about uh, where I live. Yeah. So maybe I take my girlfriend with me and then we go there. What I planned is to go to, uh, to, the, to the US this year for, for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, maybe visit Canada. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 
maybe we can we can see us so uh yeah that's the plan because i love you like i said before i love the the mentality and this i came to the us the first time i was we went straight to walmart to buy some asparagus chicken and stuff and i was in walmart for three hours for it (laughs) i was like hey look at this look at this hey it's like a kid in the in the yeah in the candy store yeah yeah candy store yeah right it was crazy and what were you looking at just all the different all the different foods and shit bro you have like Forty thousand Kellogg's. Only the, <laughs> the 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 thing with the with the Kellogg's and um, cereals. Yeah, it's like a German supermarket. Yeah, we have like rice, potato, <laughs> chicken, <laughs> beef, and that's it. You can't yeah. really cheat on your diet. Yeah, and there you have sugar-free super lemonade with uh, L-carnitine <laughs> boosted flavor drops. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and all of the the bakery stuff and bagels we don't have bagels here in, in the supermarket you don't have bagels there i like thought it, i thought it, germany was known for like bakeries and shit you don't have bagels yeah we have bretzel the bretzel oh, okay the, yeah that's yeah. a typical and uh and bread and stuff but no 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 bagels and the first thing i i got some salmon bagels avocado and this uh ranch dressing what the fuck is ranch <laughs> I would... <laughs> If I if I was the the earth with 13 or 14 years old, yeah. breakdance chubby guy, yeah. I was the fattest boy in if you had in ranch the whole, in, in whole US <laughs> if I had ranch and all that shit. Hey, that's crazy. So it's really. the first did you so it was the first time you had ranch? Yeah. And you loved and, it. It was uh, like immediate, immediately you loved it. It was it was love. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because the yeah the food is, is just great and it's dangerous to to be in the U.S. post competition. I love <laughs> that after much. The, after the Olympia, we went to L.A. for one week and I yeah. picked uh, out everything. Everything. Yeah. See, I like everything. that. You're like a food guy, like me. The guys. Yeah. On the, everybody watches the podcast knows I love food, so it's it's nice to meet another another guy who loves appreciates <laughs> yeah. food. <laughs> Appreciate. <laughs> yeah, food is great. Food is best so when you're dieting when you're dieting for a show because you're a food guy Mm -hmm. do you suffer like really really badly or do you do you does your mind switch off because i was always able to like no matter like i really love food people know that but Mm -hmm. when i got ready for a show as soon as i started prep it was almost like i could flip a switch and not worry i can switch off a hundred percent yeah and uh and the crazy thing is my body gets lean very uh, I get very, very lean and in a very hard condition with the muscle quality yeah. that everybody uh, yeah, told, t- tells me. But I have to eat like right now, I'm eating 2000 calories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 90 minutes of cardio, you know, it's yeah. like suffering hard yeah. um, to, get, to get into the shape. But uh, yeah, I can definitely switch switch the uh do you do you get heavy in the off season do you have a lot of cheat meals or do you don't do that anymore you try and stay leaner or what what's your approach (laughs) in the off season (laughs) it depends you know last year i i dieted or i was in in contest prep from january to yeah until after olympia december november october december yeah so 
after Olympia, I eat shit for six weeks straight. <laughs> Then I had a, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the best thing, but hey. Um, you got to get it out. I got to get out of your system. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end, it was a good thing because Arnold's invited me yeah. and I had a rebound and I improved very, very much. Um, yeah. I don't show my physique. That's uh, another thing uh, I want to talk about, but um, sure. Because why not? I trained. I trained with with Yates um, one one year ago yeah. in Mabea, yeah. and he told me, "Yeah, um, in this area, everybody puts this picture on Instagram, and it's like you can see how everybody looks um, before the show." Yeah, and uh, I was sitting there with him, and he said, "Like, why you don't do the shadow mode?" Yeah, and since Dorian Yates said that to me, I don't uh, show my physique until um, until the peak week, and then uh, yeah, because the cool quite... thing is you you can see the you can see the improvements from Olympia to to Arnold's if I don't show my physique, you know. Mm. I and... don't I, I don't disagree with that strategy, but <clears throat> I think it's a lot harder to be the shadow nowadays. Mm. Like yeah, Arnold... because it. It's way smarter uh, to be not the shadow because of sponsors and everything, and then they talk more about you. Yeah. But hey, fuck it. At the end. <laughs> well, no, yeah. but I mean, you got like at, at 23. I mean, listen, Dorian Yates is Dorian Yates, so you always got to listen to what Dorian Yates says. But at the same time, you're 23, so if I can shed a little bit of light, if you're gonna make it a make yourself a brand in this industry. I don't think you can be the shadow anymore because the contrast is in Dorian Yates era, there was magazines and sponsorship contracts and all you had to do was be a bodybuilder. Your, yeah. your, your salary and your exposure was 100% dependent on how you did on stage. And nowadays your money doesn't come from magazines because there are none and your mm -hmm. sponsorship money comes from your exposure that you build for yourself. So if you try and hide away and you don't put out any content, then you're reducing how big your brand can get. So I yeah, just feel, I'm putting I, out content every week. I do like yeah, three you're or just four not, YouTube videos and yeah. everything, but I don't, I only don't show the, the, the physique, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because we all know there are guys looking on Instagram one week out, like, what well, he going to win this? And then yeah. uh, he shows up at the competition and you think, oh, what the fuck? He's so like five weeks out. So your strategy is I'm still going to produce as much content as I can. I'm just not going to show my Definitely. physique. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yeah. That's, that's and a good only, strategy. And, and only at the first competition, um, yeah. like the Arnold, if I do like three or four competitions after it then i yeah. uh i show my physique but uh sure. i think that's a cool thing because um the promoters and everybody they put on live streams etc and nobody cares anymore about uh, watching the the competition mm -hmm. only the the hardcore fans and then yeah. um yeah maybe i i um i get some some people invited uh To, yeah. to watch the the pay-per-view you know and no i think of you and support the bodybuilding yeah. Yeah. that's a cool thing because i think it's hey, a, a good idea we can do we can do an instagram competition nowadays because <laughs> hey <laughs> nobody wants to see a, a, a real competition anymore. yeah yeah and back in the days you once yeah you saw that the athletes once a year and at the olympia and there was a yeah a crazy crazy um 
hype in the in this in the stadium. Okay, or you've talked me into it. I agree with mm. you. You're no, hard, you... everybody looks at the preacher to oh okay, Instagram here, oh okay, a new <laughs> class. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, you no, understand no, I, what I want to talk. <laughs> you've talked me into it. You're 100 percent right. But the only caveat is that you're still producing content. Yeah. Right? So as long Without as you're still content, yeah, as long yeah. as you're still interacting with your fans. Doesn't and, work. Yeah, mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. No, I agree with that 100 percent You're just saying I want to reveal my physique at yeah. the right time. Yeah, I agree 100%. with that. That's a good idea. So speaking of the Arnold, is this after getting well, first I want to get to the Olympia. Your mm-hmm. your breakout. I mean, a lot of people talked about Nick Walker and his breakout year, but I mean, your first year at 23 years old, you won a pro show and took fourth at the Olympia. Yeah, uh, was... that's a that's a pretty big deal, man. So how did how does that feel like when you're done the year and you look back, or even when you when you got to the Olympia, were you nervous? Did you feel pressure? Did you feel comfortable when you got the first call out and you're standing with those guys? How does that feel? <laughs> Maybe you saw the uh, the video, the little video clip. Um, one one day before the Olympia, I was at the expo and there was a the band girls dancing, right? Yeah. And I and I'm standing in front of them and shuffle a little bit to the music <laughs> because I was so happy that uh, <laughs> that yeah. I made it to the Olympia. Yeah. So I always have no pressure before competitions because I. I really loved the time on stage. Really? Maybe because of the the breakdance background, I had battles every weekend, and then I oh, I just love it on stage. Maybe I have yeah. this from my mom or from my dad or from both of them. Yeah, I'm like a really really stage guy and love to do a great show, great posing routine, and yeah. I really enjoy this. Um, so I was fucking excited for the Olympia, and. I thought, like I said to my brother, hey, Kai, um, we did it. We, we are at the Olympia stage. So for every for every uh, athlete, that's the biggest goal in life, you know, and then yeah. um, fuck it about the placing. So <laughs> maybe we didn't get last. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was like that. <laughs> and then, then we go to pre-judging. Okay, fa- first call out. And then they said number eight. And then I'm like, okay, what? It's my number, right? Yeah. And then, okay, okay, easy. Yeah, yeah. I knew I, I'm in the first call. Yeah. I was like this <laughs> confidence mode on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I saw, okay, it was, it was a bigger first call out with eight or 10 guys. Yeah. And then I was so crazy, top 10, okay. And then they did the, um, they did the last call out with only the top five with the names, you know, and it was like Terrence, Chris, Brian, and then Urs. And I was like, what? what? Yeah. Urs? That, yeah. That's me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then again, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'm in the top five. <laughs> no, so <laughs> it was it was so great. And then, yeah, to see all the, the people. Um, um, yeah. That's a... Supporting you and and I was like, okay, I'm fucking 23 years old. I'm the 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 youngest guy in this lineup. I need my time to get a better quality. Blah blah blah. Everybody, every trainer, and everyone says says that to you. You you need to time to pick up some weight. And I like, you know what? I just train twice as hard as them, and then (laughs) I get faster over there. Yeah. So yeah, but that's a that's a major. 
you know, after looking at my career and seeing other people that I know that are, are good, but have trouble, that's a major quality to have, to not have any pressure. Like the mindset, mm -hmm. the mindset, uh, of a competitor is just as big as the physical mm -hmm. attributes that a competitor True. has. True. And if you can walk on stage with no pressure, that's, it makes you that much better as a competitor. Mm -hmm. So it's in because the other athletes always t tell me hey i had a night before the show i can't sleep yeah. i have to take some sleep pills and i yeah. was like, what the fuck the night before the show <laughs> i got my carb up i go to sleep and i'm sleeping eight hours straight then wake up to get like a baby. toilet yeah and then i wake up and i'm like hey it's show day let's go yeah. uh, last layer of tanning getting ready and then rockets so but i don't but it's surprising to me that you don't feel any pressure because it's one thing to do let's say you're doing like a breakdance battle or whatever and you're 15 years old mm -hmm. or 14 years old there's nothing on the line it's just fun right mm -hmm. but you're at the olympia level there's money on the line there's stature there's all that do you think about any of that or are you just still having fun you don't care i still have fun because you know i love this shit like yeah. i love breakdance back in the days and yeah For me, the German championship in breakdance was <laughs> like the same, uh, same event. Level. Yeah, back in the days, you know, yeah. it was yeah. like the major, uh, the biggest show in Germany. And yeah. I wasn't I wasn't nervous at all. Um, I'm just happy because, hey, we work our ass off for 12 to 16 weeks. We suffer, we diet hard. And then I see athletes with face like that. Oh, another <laughs> comparison, another fuck. Oh, I'm dying. I can't even flex anymore. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? My body is cramping, but let's go another round because maybe <laughs> I get yeah. some water out of the system and look even drier. So, yeah, I think bodybuilding, if you want to get big and look swollen in the gym so that's that's okay but bodybuilding is another sport it's like a presentation sport it's it's more than that you know and if you if you don't love it then it's not the the right thing for you but i think that's a that's actually an interesting point that you mentioned because a lot of guys including myself and i've spoken to branch warren about this and mm. guys that are have achieved very very great status in the sport like branch for example that Don't always, you know, Evan Senapani comes to mind also. Cedric yeah. McMillan. Cedric McMillan comes to mind. They don't love the showman, the entertainment portion of bodybuilding. They love the training. They love building yeah. their physique. They love, they love sculpting the physique a certain way. But the actual getting on stage is not really their thing. So it's interesting. Are you, you're not introverted at all. Like socially, are you like a social person? You like to get out? You like to party? Yeah. Like to, <laughs> So I'm very like, social. Yeah. So, but that's the cool thing for it because that's the character of everybody. Like you have the characters in the wrestling scene, like an Undertaker, yeah. the, the you know, the Death yeah. Man, and it, so that's the same thing in in bodybuilding, and that's cool to see because you have a Kai Green, like I'm posing, and then yeah. you have an and Brent Warren who's in the Metroflex gym killing it yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, fucking yeah. heavy weights and by himself yeah and then so yeah there you have the different the different um different characters in the sport and that's a cool thing because if everybody would be the same yeah um yeah you know what i'm what i want to say do you think about do you think about money at all i mean the arnold's this year is giving away the biggest prize money ever 
for classic. Mm-hmm. I think they're doing, I think it's $80,000. Yeah. Do you think so about money 60. at all? Oh, is it 60? 60. Yeah. Do you, um, do you think about money in your career at all and sponsorship money and all that? Has that come into play? Or are you still so young and new that you're just still having like money's not really an, a thing for you? Like it's not something you really consider. I have to think about it yeah. <laughs> because yeah. Yeah. right now um, my, my mother lost her, her uh, ballet school um, through COVID and everything, you know, sorry. and uh, yeah, but it's, it's part of life. And uh now I have to to um, earn more money to uh, yeah to feed my family um, yeah. to to say that and uh, I live with my girlfriend and everything so money definitely plays a plays a um, huge role in, in life like yeah. in everybody's life mm-hmm. so yeah I'm uh, I'm now at this point where I say okay money definitely um, is is uh, yeah it's important in this in this game because hey maybe i have uh only two or three good years and after that nobody wanna uh even talk about me or something like that so right now um and i'm thankful for my girlfriend because she's like hey um you need better contracts you need better this and that and i do my my own merchandise now and everything you know um and yeah that's that's a cool thing and uh um a chance yeah. and when you say when you say hey i'm uh um i'm self-employed now then you have to work your ass off i'm That's, just gonna you're you're the best uh motivation for that you know thank you so I, you did a great career in bodybuilding pr- turned professional and then you you build up your own brand That's crazy and yeah. i think not everybody out there knows how much work it is and how much time you spend into that and uh you're still doing what you love, you know? Yeah. You're not I mean, in um, a nine to five job. <laughs> I want to show everybody. I like to kind of give you guys a little bit of spotlight on what you're doing. I just noticed that here is your uh, Instagram page. So if you want to get um, Urz's brand wear, it's called MiracleWear underscore on Instagram. If you're listening on audio, it's MiracleWear underscore. And I didn't even know this yet. You had your own clothing line. So there's some shirts here. You have yeah. a couple of weight belts. What's the shirt? Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is just you, the Miracle Bear with the German flag. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's the new one out there. The Arnold bundle is up there with the poster. Oh, that's cool. The the autograph card and then the the shirt. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, and that's a a little baby for my for my girlfriend and I. And uh, yeah, maybe um, it gets bigger, and you have to start somewhere. So um it's a cool cool thing what is uh how long have you been with your girlfriend um three years right now three years and how much of a help and how much does she have to with withstand when you're dieting like do you get moody do you get cranky does she have to deal with a lot of your deal with a lot of your shit does she cook your does she cook your food like what's life like at home with the with the girlfriend it's crazy because she is not into the sport, you know, she's not an athlete or something, Yeah. but she understands the sport perfect. And that's why, because yeah, that's why she's a perfect, perfect match for me because I, I thought like, I think a lot of athletes out there, Hey, I don't find the right, right girlfriend because I'm 
I'm fucked up in my brain. I only want to train, eat and sleep. And yeah, yeah it's not normal to go to the gym six times a week and yeah. measuring out food and everything. Yeah. Um, so she, she understood it from, from day one. And uh, yeah, to see that is, is great. And of course, we have uh, sometimes trouble with, uh, with the, with the, um, with the prep contest prep but um i think if you if you survive one one contest prep together then yeah. uh you know she's she's uh, the right one uh, so yeah. yeah it's funny we have the same situation my wife is involved in the sport like she used to work for muscle mm -hmm. back in the day when i met so she knew all about it but she's not yeah. a she's not a competitor herself so we kind of like meshed well because she knew all the shit i had to go through cool but uh yeah yeah our and that's what my that's what my dad always said because my uh, my parents split apart when I was very young, six years old, you know, yeah. um, and I raised up by my mother. So he always said, "Boy, Urs, don't to uh, don't get with another athlete because two athletes at home are is that's deadly because yeah. you have you it's in you're in your own ego, um, especially yeah. in the time when you're on contest prep and." two of those i yeah yeah i, I know like that. i know a couple of people that do it you know like uh mm -hmm. john jewett and his wife do it very john jewett yeah very successful crazy Ian. and john is coaching his own <laughs> wife <laughs> i know <laughs> hey i know i thought that too was, i'm like he told me crazy he right i'm like i'm like that's dangerous <laughs> yeah i lied I, I was backstage at the tampa with both of them yeah and we talked a little bit about it and i was like hey no way that's crazy yeah. yeah but yeah well and then there's you know ian and melissa do it well so it can be done mm -hmm. but i do agree with you that it's it's hard because i think when you're in prep you want the focus on you and if two exactly. people are prepping and each person's trying to take focus then it becomes a little mm -hmm. bit uh, it becomes tougher so mm -hmm. so three years together does she have I, i've always I've always wondered this question does she have any issue with women hitting on you and stuff or like you know, because with, with your placing, because, you know, you get attention from mm -hmm. other women, you get attention from fitness girls and stuff like that. Does your girlfriend brush that off or is it ever a source of issue at home? Yeah, it was an issue at the beginning days, you know, but uh, then she understood. I'm like, hey, if you have the right woman, so fuck the other girls. It's only, <laughs> you know, you don't need that shit. A real woman is much more worth it than... Uh, yeah. 10 other hot girls and what what the fuck in a bikini yeah. so yeah yeah it's yeah. temporary it's it's like fun and then after it you you're alone you have nothing and uh, it's it's way better to see like she's improving um through the uh yeah with me together and yeah. we build up a brand together we build up a a cool life together and uh yeah that's that's a cool thing maybe i think about that because my my um, parents are split apart when i was young yeah um it wasn't the best uh yeah best situation at home and, and stuff but uh, yeah i definitely want to do this um like that <laughs> did you see did you see your dad a lot like did you go back and forth between your parents a lot or were you mostly just with your mom mm, i was mostly with my mom yeah. And then uh, I, I saw my dad once a week or something. And yeah. then because he's a, a physiotherapist, um, he 
I was I was at his place two th two times a week in, uh, in back back in the days when I lived in Stuttgart. So yeah, definitely more more time with my mom. But uh, right now I don't see both of them very often. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that's that's part of life, and I try to to spend some uh, quality time with them when I'm at home. So yeah. It's cool. All boys together, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all family together. My my mother's uh, doing so much food because yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a Polish background. Did, did you ever eat uh, Polish food? Food? Uh, kielbasa. I like kielbasa. Kielbasa. Yeah. <laughs> I bring you some kielbasa and some jurek and some pierogi. Yeah, uh, pierogies are good too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're gonna love it. I like it's all good. I like all food, so I'll, I'll try anything. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> um, so listen. So, Arnold's coming up. You're five weeks out, or just under five weeks yeah. out. Yeah. How is yeah. How is the prep gone? I just want to talk about it briefly before we go. How is your prep gone? I know you got. I know you have another appointment. Yeah, no problem. Um, but I want to talk about how your prep is going and uh, four and a half weeks out exactly. Yeah, and I'm excited. I'm so happy. I would eat nails right now because really? now now it's the time. Yeah, now it's the time. I like all in. You know, it's four and a half weeks out. I'm happy with the with the condition and the weight is dropping as well. So I'm fucking motivated and. Uh, yeah try to kill every workout and it's the first Arnold classics for me so yeah it's, it's a big deal crazy to be on that stage with yeah. eight or nine other guys be one of them and yeah right now it's it's great do you want to do you want to meet Arnold is that like do you think about that do you think about winning and like getting the trophy from Arnold and shaking his hand do you think about that yeah, every night. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> I often think about that, and yeah, I work my ass off to to let that uh, become reality. <laughs> yeah. So you have, you know, obviously Terence is doing the show. Terence has won the show last year, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Breon's doing the show, and you have Ramon doing the show. Uh, I'm not sure any other big names. I know those three are doing the show, and they were in the top five at the Olympia. So you beat Ramon. And Terrence and Breon were ahead of you. Do you think you've done enough this offseason to be able to pull ahead of them? The six weeks of eating crap in LA definitely <laughs> definitely worked work, worked out. The in and out pumps <laughs> gave me no I did the uh, um recovery uh, phase and then I still put on so good muscle quality and good muscles and uh, I think I improved um I did major improvements from from Olympia yeah. to to the Arnold, so we will see. So are people, so we should expect a different look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much more weight? How much more weight do you think you put on? Um, three, four pounds, five pounds, maybe. Three, three, four pounds. Yeah, but I try to get even more crispier, <laughs> even right. more. In the, yeah the craziest condition you're ever going to see for me yeah. do you, do <laughs> because you, coach your, do you I, coach sorry go ahead no go ahead yeah uh you know i had the the um baby skin problems yeah always because yeah. my I, I, I worked so hard to get fucking shredded and conditioned but always my my skin was like yeah okay you're a fat young boy you're 23 years old yeah. and <laughs> i think in the last 10 to 
to 16 weeks it clicked and after olympia yeah. my skin um wasn't getting that that um that fat again you know that yeah. uh that um that crazy texture skin but now um so you're looking for that graininess you're saying you're saying you have that graininess yeah, to your skin now. yeah now it's definitely much more grainier and i look like six five weeks out for the arnolds i look like better than two weeks before the olympia so it's it's very very cool to see that yeah. the the hard work really pays off and that not the skin give me a <laughs> yeah uh, yeah what do you think was the, what do you think was the change is just time you just took time to keep growing or did you do something different i think because i um i stayed very lean the year round yeah normally i have like yeah normally i have like 30 pounds um more yeah. than than stage weight yeah. and uh i think that staying in shape staying lean the year round um it's very beneficial for that and for the muscle quality and the skin texture yeah yeah um what is do you can you tell me who co does anybody coach you or do you do your own diet yeah um stefan kienzel it's like boss of outlaw on instagram he okay. coaches me um he coaches uh wesley wizards as well and okay. uh the the brazilian guy in men's physique diogo montenegro he okay. uh he uh, took the third place at the olympia okay. so yeah um what is his program like is it more you know low fats higher carbs or is it like what are you what does your <laughs> right. look like <laughs> Right now it's uh, like low carbs, low fats, and high protein, <laughs> <laughs> and ninety minutes cardio. <laughs> ninety minutes cardio split in uh, in three uh, sessions, and uh, I'm under the um, high intensity approach. You know, I do yeah. two working sets and okay. um, train with with high intensity, relatively low volume. Maybe I throw in some intensifiers, drop sets, supersets, yeah, yeah, yeah. rest post sets. It's yeah, it works very great for me. And I'm since especially this year or after Olympia, I'm like um, you know, Justin Shire. I heard the podcast with him. Yeah. yeah. And he's like an an uh <laughs> an perfect Mr. Perfect Execution. Yeah. So yeah. I really worked on the execution point um, and let the ego, especially for my back at home. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a major accomplishment and helped me uh, to get so much better because before that I was like, yeah, 180 kilos on the T-bar. Yeah, uh, Ronnie <laughs> star like the, <laughs> the drawing everything into my biceps and... Uh, yeah. Don't don't hit the the, uh, the muscle I want to target, and yeah, since that it, I really found my my way um, to improve my physique, and that's a that's a cool thing because normally when you're 23 years old, yeah. you're training like yeah, oh, let's do more deadlifts and yeah, yeah, yeah. things so that. You said you're yeah. doing 90 minutes of cardio three times a day, so you have a split 30 in the morning, 30 post workout, 30 at night before bed, or how do you do it? Yeah, 45 fasted in the morning, um, okay. 20 post-workout, and then oh, okay. 25 um, before my last meal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's cool because of the cortisol management, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, okay, so 
we went over diet training. Everything's ready. You're ready for the show. You're excited. I'm only, excited. Only, only, <laughs> only question I want to ask you. Only question I want to ask you is this: the common theme I think that people think is that open class bodybuilders work the hardest, then classic, then men's physique. But I don't know if I believe that. Your training, mm-hmm. you're like when you look at it, like step back and look at it overall for the whole year. Is it just as hard as open class? Like, are you still 365, you know, 24, seven, 365, or are there more days you can take off or more things you can relax about when you're classic? No, I, I, I train my ass off all year round and yeah. I love it. You know, it's, yeah. it's not that somebody say, Hey, you have to train like this. I love this shit. And we all love the training. I think the diet is yeah. the hard part for, for a professional guy. Yeah. You know, I, I see, I see you doing uh, the, the Floyd Mayweather program right now <laughs> and <laughs> oh, you're punching back, you know? <laughs> but you're still, yeah, you're still into the, into the training, right? Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Don't want to, yeah. st- you don't want, you love it uh, since years. And that's no, no, the yeah. same point for me. And, uh, Maybe in 20 years, I'm as big as an open guy, but uh, yeah. I think there are in, in all classes in men's physique as well, um, guys that are working hard. And uh, yeah, it's it's a genetic thing, you know? Yeah. It's like my brother with the gymnasts, he did like 10 pull-ups and grew like weed. And yeah. other guys, yeah, look like more men's physique guys. But yeah, yeah. I think guys think of it, I think open class guys think of it like this. If you're already close to your weight cap, mm. then maybe you don't have to train as hard because you're already at your weight cap. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's why some guys look at it that way. But when I look at it, I think a lot of you guys aren't really maxed out. Like you said, you're still 15 pounds away from your weight cap. So yeah, there's no reason for you to let up on your training. And I still think it's not about the weight because you can make huge improvements um with the same weight yeah we all we all know that you have maybe the same weight as at the other competition but you have a more different look yeah yeah yeah. more detailed more whatever and yeah so i always make sure that i work hard and i think there are people out there um because i trained with a lot of uh open guys and Sometimes I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) He trains like a little princess. And then, (laughs) and uh, name it, name that for who are you talking about? Tell me. Ah, I'm just joking. You don't have to say it's, it's not Roman. (laughs) (laughs) Roman trains. No, no, Roman's insane. Um, Urs, listen, man, I had a a good time talking to you. I appreciate you making the time to come on. Uh, Is there anybody you want to thank or any message you want to put out or anything you want to say before we go? Uh, for today first of all i want to thank you for it for the time and uh put me on the show of course uh in germany it's very popular and uh all over the world i, lo- I love your podcast and uh i hope the guys enjoyed it out there and girls and uh yeah maybe i'm back and for all of you guys just um yeah fuck what other people think about you um especially when you're young like 17 18 or in my um, my age so if everyone says to you hey uh, you can't achieve something fuck it if you work hard um, you can achieve it and uh, i think um yeah if you love something then then go for it you can make a business out of it age is just a number 
fuck mm -hmm. it. So let's that's go. That's a good message. Let's work. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I want to say because so much uh, younger people are are shy out there. And if someone, if two friends saying, hey, no, you can't do this or that, yeah, they stop with it. And I know there are a lot of guys out there who really love something, you know, really love drawing or singing or what the fuck, yeah. but uh, they don't want to yeah, get bullied from that or something like this. But, but uh, yeah, then if you are at the point where you earn money out of it, everybody says, yeah, yeah, cool. We all do <laughs> it. And it's, yeah. You know, it's true. And that's what, I, that's the message what I want to spread with, with all of uh, you guys out there. So, yeah, it's a great message, man. Hmm. Um, Urs, listen, uh, you're a great dude. I wish you luck in a few weeks. I hope you do awesome at the Arnold's. I'll be there commentating. So cool. make sure to say some good stuff about you. And uh, I get to watch you on stage. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, great. Yeah, man. It's, it's gonna cool. Be, it's going to be good. Looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks. I'm excited. Okay, well, man. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Have a, Have good, a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.